0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Trady Business School podcast, the only podcast you need to listen to to help yourself and your family build a profitable trades business. I'm joined here today with the wonderful Louise Ledbrook. She's the uh, owner, founder of Organise Yourself. And uh, I'm excited to talk to her about one of my favourite topics when I get around to talking about it, and that is procrastination. So, Louise, welcome.
1: Hi, hey. thanks for having me.
0: No, oh, you're, you're most welcome. Thanks for being here. It took me a while to get you on the podcast <laughs> because I was procrastinating about getting you on. So, uh, <laughs> But we made it.
1: We have, we have. Well, thanks for having me, because I'm glad that we're talking about this so that you can stop procrastinating about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very good. Now now Lou, we've we've spent many years working together on various projects. And um, you know, the one of the things that we've always worked on is is trying to get me and the teams as productive as possible. And and obviously in the time that we've known each other, you've started the new business, organize yourself. Um, helping other people get organised and and become more and more productive and streamline things, and you're helping the the game changers team do that now as well, which is which is amazing. So um, you know we wanted to to start off with a with a cracking podcast, and I know we're going to do a few, but <laughs> procrastination is one of those things that really hits home for a lot of people. So um, and I know it's one of your favourite subjects to talk about, so I'm just going to throw it over to you and. Uh, try and ride your coattails through this
1: (laughs) no worries um yeah definitely and you know obviously it's something that I talk about with all of my clients because at some point in time you're going to end up in that state of procrastination and I suppose there's a couple of things is first is understanding that there are actually types of procrastination and so you know, we, off, we often think of procrastination as this terrible negative thing. It has this negative connotation associated with it. And typically our procrastination is the bad kind, but there are two types. So we do have productive and non-productive procrastination. So I'll cover the good stuff quickly because that stuff we can just carry on with. And I think it's important to remember that if you're in... um you're working on a project I suppose you're either in the role or you're working on a project that has a creative process we often find ourselves procrastinating over it but that's actually good procrastination Mm. so you know if you're you're deep in thought on something you you're you know you might be inventing or you're innovating or you're creating something and you're like I'm just going to go and do some gardening for a while. I'm going to go for a walk or, you know, I'm going to work on my car or whatever it is. And you're like, oh, I've just procrastinated for hours. But that actually is scientifically proven to improve the creative process. So that's...
0: So so actually going and doing something else when I'm deep in thought about a project can help with my productivity?
1: It actually can. It can help with that creative process. There's science behind it and we can send you all the studies but it helps the brain integrate the things that you've been thinking about, and then also mull them over. And so it has a process of kind of working out what's important and what's not important, and then bringing other solutions to the surface.
0: Um, and is so, there, is there a is it like a, a spectrum? Is there a scale between where you know going for a walk and kind of clearing the mind, or you know going and f- focusing on so something else and and we talk about we've had many discussions about high performance cycles and you know uptime and downtime is there is there a point because I I know on my own journey when I've experienced high levels of procrastination I feel like there's an unhealthy end of the scale where it goes on and it probably tips into that like it feels like there's a fine line that you don't really notice that you've crossed it until you're well past it
1: I think there's a couple of things. One is um the creative process can be an open-ended process, which makes it tricky. But it's when you're you've literally come to a standstill. So if you go for a walk and then and you go for a walk the next day, and you go for a walk the next day and it's like 10 days later and you haven't come back and actually actively done something else on it, that's mm. becoming unhealthy procrastination. You know, like then you're you're really delaying it. Um, and then there's a whole lot of other things that you need to bring into play to bring yourself back on track. But you know, if, when you take a little bit of a time out, you do some gardening, or you you know you you work on something else that takes your mind off the thing that you're meant to be deeply thinking about, and then you come back to it. Then that becomes healthy procrastination, or good procrastination, if if we like. Do you,
0: do you find that there there are typical activities because it sounds like and and from my own experience, when you're doing something that's more creative, it tends to have better outcomes, you know, like going down the pub and sinking half a dozen beers. <laughs> like you can do that in, you know, a very short amount of time, probably the same amount of time that it would take to go for a walk around the block or down the park or whatever. Yeah. But like I know for me, like getting out in nature and, and doing walks and those sorts of things has a far better impact than going to the pub and sinking six beers. Like yeah, how do exactly. you how do you weigh up what the right activity is to do? Because well, I know a few of my friends that are listening will be like, nah, six beers at the pub, that that's <laughs> healthy productivity and it's healthy procrastination.
1: Yeah, well, I, maybe then I'll touch on the unhealthy procrastination there because that might help you identify what's good and what's bad. Definitely, the 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 bad procrastination, if you like, is when we're literally distracting ourselves because we can't come at the thing, and it might not always be really obvious that that's the reason. But if you stopped and thought about it, the reason we procrastinate is stress. We're stressed about what do I do next? What's the right thing to do next? Um, You know, I don't really know what I'm doing. (laughs) A lot like there's so much. There is so much to do. I just can't even come at any of it. Right. Yeah. And then you go, the best thing to do is get drunk and forget about all of it. Mm. Like that's kind of when you the start whole, to go.
0: Come- it's the whole detached versus at being attached or being present. You know, it's yeah, the right. whole yeah, sort of escapism versus okay. being in it going. Because that, that, I think that's a really important distinction, right? Going for a walk and giving yourself time to still continue to think about the thing that you need to do, but rather than sitting in front of your computer or your iPad or a bit of pen and paper or whatever it may be, the, the amount of times like I've been on a job site or something and it's like, how am I going to do this? And it's like, I'm going to come back to that in in a while but I'm going to go and do this thing. And it just gives you that time to process it. And even just problem solving, I found that that creativity allows you to just open up those sort of pathways in the mind to, to solve whatever the thing is that you're procrastinating on. But you you talked about the stress component of mm. it and it leading to unhealthy procrastination. Can you talk a bit about that? Because I know for me that was something that was that was huge, you know, that you helped me with was, you know when I was so overwhelmed with being stressed with all the things that had to be I thought had to be done and I think that's an important thing to talk about too yeah. like bringing it back to you know how do you get out of that that state of being so stressed so you because it's it's like it's like the weight on the shoulders, you know when you're yeah. that stressed, it just bogs you down, you know, and I, I'm sure our listeners can certainly appreciate what that feeling's like. how do you how do you overcome it? How do you deal with the stress and then overcome the procrastination?
1: Yeah. And so the stress, the stress comes from a lot of different places, and the level of stress depends on a whole lot of different things. But there are things that you can start to do to reduce that level of stress. So that you start feeling productive again, because once you start doing the right things, you naturally start to get that little endorphin boost as well of, oh, I've done something, I've achieved something. And that movement forward starts Mm -hmm. to make you feel good again. And so there may be stressors that you don't have control over. So my three favorite things then is to go, what can I start to get clarity on? What can I start to control? And where am i judging myself and we've just got to let that one go right because that creates another level of stress because not only do we have external stresses we're stressing ourselves out by telling us that we're terrible and we're doing all the wrong things and then we beat ourselves up because we procrastinated as well and mm. we just add to our stress so yeah we want to work on I, I, lo-
0: I love the first two you know what can i get clarity on and and what's in our control like i talk about control uh, you know really often you know like There's so much that's out of our control and that's where where I found a lot of my procrastination really was born from is trying to control the things that I couldn't. Like I need to do all these other things but I'm waiting on other things Mm. to happen or, you know, whatever. But the last one, the judgment, you know, I find that that's really disabling because Mm. when you're beating yourself up you're really not focusing on anything else you're not being resourceful, you're not focusing on the things you can control. all you're doing is you're just introspective and it's it's debilitating you know when you're bashing yourself like that like how do you how do you deal with that?
1: yeah, I mean, the judgment takes time, but also when you tackle the clarity in the control, you start to drop some of the judgment so the first thing is just be kind to yourself. First, like, you have to drop the judgment. Mm. You're doing the best you can. Life happened and you are where you are, right? Yeah. If you continue to procrastinate, I don't want to say judge yourself, but, like, at some point you've got to go, I've got to take control, you know? Yeah. And by taking control, you then start to release some of that judgment because you start to feel good. But mm. you just have to stop judging yourself. I know that that sounds, it's <laughs> it's harder than it sounds. It's simple, but it's not easy. I'm not going to yeah, say that.
0: I think what what was really handy for me, you know, with multiple coaches and mentors that I've worked with, yourself included, you know, it's is identifying that, controlling that that self judgment is a skill set in itself, you know, and like all skills, like tradies can certainly appreciate this. All skills take time to master, you know, so it's for me it was really about identifying that I am judging in the moment. And and being conscious of that because yeah. knowledge is power, right? Like if you if you don't know what you don't know, like if you're not even realizing you're judging yourself, yeah. that's you know that's a difficult place to work from. But when you when you can identify it, like so first and foremost, go looking for it, yeah, and then identify it. And then for me, it was really in that moment practicing self compassion, yeah, and going okay, like at the end of the day, everybody gets hung up on. They could be doing so much better, or they've done so much better, but you've got to be really mindful of the fact that at any given point in time, we, we're absolutely doing the best that we can in that moment. You know, I don't yeah. know of anybody that deliberately are sabotaging themselves, but right. procrastination is one of those things that is, you know, has the potential to sabotage. So, right. you know, I think it's really important to be compassionate with the self judgment, wind back the, the beating yourself up. Be compassionate. And, you know, just that's going to help you focus on the things in your control. Would you agree?
1: Totally. And you made a good point about being able to identify it. And some people have been doing it for so long, they don't know what to look for. Mm. And so I think the best way to identify that is what are you saying to yourself? Mm. You know, like what are the words you're using? Because everyone talks to themselves, whether we want to admit it or not. We all say things to ourselves, whether out loud or in our heads, you know. Yeah, oh, damn it, I didn't do it again, or mm. I'm so rubbish at looking after this stuff, or whatever it is, the words that you're using to talk yeah. about the things. It sounds like you're talking about the things, but you're taking that on on yourself. And every time you use that language, you believe it, right? You're just confirming <laughs> to yourself over and over and making yourself feel worse. So it's about identifying that language as it comes up and then stopping yourself mm. and, you know, going, hang on. I wouldn't talk to someone else like this. (laughs) So let's stop talking to myself. Yeah, it's it's
0: interesting. It's interesting just what we'll let ourselves get away with when we're talking to ourselves. Yeah. But if somebody else was talking to you or one of your loved ones like that, I think that's a really important, like, really great distinction, you know. Like, why is it okay for you to talk to yourself that way? Yeah. So on that note, like what would you say like the top three things to identify that you're procrastinating i mean language sounds like it's pretty in, pretty up there but it might not be the top three what are the top threes and what do you reckon the, the the best way is to to start moving out of procrastination and towards productivity which is your favorite thing
1: well i think yes it's identifying i mean the language is how you identify if you're judging yourself mm-hmm. um but then also it can lead to procrastination because you start to feel terrible And you're less energised and so you do less, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's when you get to the end of the day and you were busy all day but you don't feel like you actually did anything worthwhile, that's also it feels like, you know, it feels like productive procrastination and there are some things that were productive but they weren't leading you towards your goals. So if you get it to the end of the day and go, And on a repeated basis, I didn't do anything today that actually was taking me towards my goals. Then you know you're procrastinating on the things that will take you there, right? And there's Mm. a a bunch of different reasons. And so the clarity—this is where the clarity and control comes in, I think. Yeah. So if we were to say you aren't really clear potentially on exactly what you want, that's one thing possibly because people say I've got goals, but they're a bit vague and sort of out there and you know you're not really or it's like or it's a 10-year goal or a five-year goal it's not something that you can tangibly work on right now so no. you need to be really clear on what it is you want to be working on right now and then it can feel too big so we go I need to be working on this thing right now but it feels too big so we need to give ourselves the next level of clarity which was just break it down into something that feels doable that we can have control over, right? Something that we can do, we can control, and feels doable to us. And so, I mean, everyone knows once you feel in control in any situation, you feel good, right? Like it just yeah. brings back that energy. Because any situation where we don't feel like we have control will immediately start reducing our, our energy. It starts to drain our energy. Yeah. Um, and so, those two things together start to bring back that control and re-energize us so we can stop procrastinating
0: yeah love it love it yeah. well Lou I've really enjoyed our chat today. Um yeah. I'm gonna have to wrap it up though because I'm scared I'll continue talking to you and procrastinating from <laughs> doing that I know that you've got me lined up for be doing this afternoon. So uh, <laughs> it's been an amazing chat. Um it's and amazing. I look forward to having you on some future episodes. So um if, uh, if you guys need any help with procrastination, if you feel like you're stuck in your trades business, then please reach out. Um, more than happy to help. Don't forget to join our free Facebook group, Tradies and General Contractors Global, where we often go live and talk about these sorts of things. Perhaps you'll see Lou in the group one day taking alive herself. So, uh, Lou, thanks again. For your time for um you. I, I know uh we ate into your productivity today but i greatly appreciate you and uh, i look forward to seeing you again thanks
1: thanks thanks for having me on